0: Burn up, burn up. hey okay. how'd that go i mean like a
1: little bit early but we'll see okay oh uh, well <laughs> i've heard We're that doing a dude. <laughs> 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 it's a nasal problem dude a <laughs> nasal problem <laughs> i haven't heard that one <laughs> the ads on the radio all the time But you don't listen to the radio, so... No, no one does. (laughs) (laughs) You're single-handedly
0: keeping the radio business afloat. Man, someone's got to do it, right? I'll take a bullet for the team. You're just a good citizen.
1: That's it. Hey, I almost called in today. Jesus.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You've officially hit boomer status. (laughs) True. There was not much doubt left in my mind, but if there was, you just got rid of it. What did you <laughs> call in this... for? A new set uh, of steak knives,
1: or no, no, it was just hilarious minion meme, dude. I saw it on, I saw it on the facebooks. Um, what? Just had to, had to call in and share it with everyone. You're joshing me, surely, <laughs> <laughs> dude. No, nah, I'd, I'd probably. Probably in my life. Um, hello and welcome. Yeah. You are listening to Hobby <laughs> Homies. <laughs> we are your weekly war game and board game podcast. My name's Shane. As always, I'm joined by my co host Fox. Howdy. And today, this is episode 12 of season two, and we're talking about AM radio.
0: No, <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> you, you keep trying to make that episode happen, dude. It's it's not going to happen. <laughs> you can keep your mind we'll we'll naval,
1: naval board games.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds better. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Naval warfare miniature
1: games of sorts. Yeah, that's the one.
0: Specifically, I don't actually know what yours is called, but I'm going to be talking about the new game, Kings of War Armada, which isn't out yet. So, this is cutting edge. But yeah, what's yours? I forget.
1: Hot off the press, dude. Mine. Mine is also... Look, I don't know if it's out yet or if it's still not out, but it's it's pretty fresh too. Um, mine is called "Victory at Sea: Battle for the Pacific." Interesting.
0: I'm googling yeah.
1: it. Is it a don't. Warlord Games one? It is a Warlord Games one. Yep. I just it's to. Pre- they make "Black Seas" and "Cruel Seas." Um, yes. So it's sort of based based loosely on those two existing games from the same company, which is kind of unusual to make three different similar games, but hey, mm. I dig it. Well, Black Seas has been incredibly popular
0: and that's going yeah. to- That's going to um, that's gonna come into play a little bit with what I discuss. So, okay. in fact, I might kick it off with my game just because I'm pretty happy about it. So, yeah, man. I want to talk about Kings of War, a martyr. So, which is a fantasy-style naval war game, which contrasts a bit to yours, Shane, but I'll let you... Don't worry. I'll let you talk about it. I'll give you, <laughs> your, I'll give you your time in the sun.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if, if
0: there's time, if, you know, we'll see, we'll see how much time hey, I take up. we'll oh. make time, dude. All right. So, this one's a fantasy-style naval war game set in the Kings of War universe. Um, for those of you who don't know what Kings of War is, it's a mantic game. So, you can jump on manticgames.com. Suss it out. It's a mass fantasy battles using movement trays style of game. And it's got a very expansive universe with heaps of different factions and a map and lore and all that crazy stuff. This game is set around that universe, but obviously in the ocean, in the big world. You know what's pretty cool? Sea.
1: You can you can use this game and you can have it like a campaign. So you could play. You could play your armada, you know, your ship battle. Yeah. And then you could carry it on to a land battle.
0: Absolutely. And they also have Vanguard, which is their skirmish version of Kings of War. So, you yeah. can have smaller scale fights over key points, the larger full-size war game, Kings of War, and then, yeah, the fight for the seas. So, you could print out the map of- I'm sorry, I've I've heard it many times, but I've already forgotten what the uh, world is called. It's got a name. You could I would have a clue. Middle Earth, let's call it Middle Earth. Yeah. <laughs> Actually oh, for no, copyright don't, reasons, let not did. do that. <laughs> <laughs> and for hate mail reasons, let's not do that. Yeah. So yeah, you could you print up the map of, of that. And you could you could have like um yeah, like little dot points and stuff and the oceans could be key points. In fact, just you mentioning that has gotten me excited to try that, but then then we'd have to get into kings of war <laughs> <laughs> so just like all standard naval warfare games it'll be your fleet versus your opponent's fleet this is played on like a 4x4 or 6x4 c map um wow depending on the size of the game is obviously dependent
1: on the size of the map that you'll play on so yeah that, that's huge like 6x4 like that's it's always been the sort of standard for war games but like yeah. I'm interested to see how it would be with this naval game. Like, you know, you wouldn't have as many ships as you would have, you know, like miniatures on, in a 40K game, you know, Absol- like, on average. Yeah. Like, no,
0: definitely. You know. You're right. In fact, yeah. your fleet will have roughly six to nine ships. So, yeah. there's only going to be 12 to 18 ships on the actual table. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you know, it makes sense because in the big wide ocean, they're going to be more spread out. And you almost need to be spread out because these things have obviously slow turning circles and you have to move certain distances. You know, you've, yep, got, a, yep. you've got a minimum move that you have to do. Um, so, yeah, you kind of need a bit of space to navigate around. Um, true, true. Uh, so, you'll pick one of 10 scenarios and the games go for about two hours. You know, probably half an hour okay. less if you play the smaller game, probably half an hour more if you play the bigger game, but around that two yep. hour mark. So, it's pretty cool. I thought I would take you all through the four factions that are going to be released either at launch or a couple of months after launch, just so you can get an idea of what the ships will look like. Yeah, so, sweet. the first two that are going to be available on launch, which is November, but I'll talk more about that later, are the baselines, I think that's how you say it. Again, I've heard it many times, but I'm blanking <laughs> on it. And the Orcs. Which is basically your human knights versus your orcs. The Vaseline ships, uh, they're not like gritty Game of Thrones knights. It's more sanctimonious knights, like kind of stormcast eternals from Age of Sigma, if you're familiar with theirs. So, their ships kind of look a little bit like they're pristine, they're immaculate. They're basically temples on the ocean. They've actually got priests in the law that like bless the cannons before they shoot them.
1: They're that so... but the so it's like super clean but it's like the insane religious aspects like 40k absolutely <laughs> like, don't yeah. upset the machine god <laughs>
0: yeah absolutely yeah. yeah and their ships some of their extra large ships just to basically look like temples on yeah they i think if you are familiar with the aesthetic of stormcast from age of sigma um you would this this will look very familiar to you their ships yeah um they're also probably the most typical looking pirate ships with the sails and yeah yeah, it's kind of what you think of if you thought rich English uh ships in the yeah, pirate like era. Your tall
1: ships of the of the um, 1600s and 1700s
0: yeah yeah, yeah um the orcs, contrary to that look is kind of i mean the look the orcs in kings of war are just like orcs from most games and movies, so their ships yep. sort of look Savage like
1: beasts. Pardon? Savage Beasts Correct. kind of thing. yeah. Yeah.
0: Green, I mean, yeah. You could take them and put them in any other Orc universe and be like, yeah, yeah, that's them. So... Yeah. Um, less Lord of the Ringsy. definitely more 40k looking Orcs.
1: Yeah, kind of like... Uh, I, I looked at these ships briefly and it kind of reminds me of like... I mean, I've been looking at World of Warcraft, Shadowlands, but like yep. uh, Alliance versus Horde, like Correct. humans and Orcs. It's kind of yep. like that Warcraft 3... I was sort gonna of, say that's walk how they up look through to me. Yeah, 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 for sure.
0: That's the aesthetic, yeah. definitely. So the ships look like they're uh, more makeshift, like wooden, patchy. Their sails look worn. Some ships have like huge metal jaws at the front. Which that's so cool. Which doesn't yeah. seem practical. Some have giant frills, <laughs> Some have jaws with cannons in them. That's too man. I think some have a couple like saws on them. So I get the feeling that those ships, the orcs, are more about like running into and just like. Hit. They're probably all about uh, making impact with other ships. Yeah. Less about probably shooting. I imagine. Yeah. Um, so those come out on launch. Those two factions, and then shortly after that, uh, in January, are Dwarves and Empire of Dust. Now, Dwarves again are just like those that live in the mines of Moria, while we're on the Middle Earth uh, <laughs> analogy. <laughs> yeah. So. Or Iron Forge. Or, or Ironforge. Yeah, exactly. They're the same kind of deal. For some reason, all dwarves are masters of metal and gunpowder.
1: They just love hitting rocks, dude.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, they're so close yeah. to them, dude. True. <laughs> so, their ships have like a blocky, sort of chunky stalwart vibe to them. Like, they're all armoured. They, they look like bricks in the ocean. Yeah, no sails. They have no sails, correct. They have engines, of course, because for some yeah. reason, dwarves, engines... So, um, yeah. So, again, I imagine they play... I'm sure their cannons don't shoot often because they only look like they have a couple, but I bet they're super strong and yep. I bet their actual ships can take a beating. They probably move oh, quite yeah. slow, potentially. Emperor... Em- emperor, <laughs> <laughs> The Emperor protects, but the Empire of Dust. Uh, it, this faction's like sand-dwelling zombie skeleton warriors.
1: They're mummies, dude.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's like- Yeah. It's like if the mummy met necrons from 40K <laughs> because the ships look like ancient Egyptian ships, I guess, but also have that yeah. necronesque. There's some diamonds and it, it, I reckon they can shoot crystals or lasers.
1: I, th- I think people familiar with the, uh, the old world of Warhammer Fantasy will probably look at these and think of Tomb Kings- Yes, definitely. Yes, definitely. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure Kings of War, though. Yeah, like I remember watching a video online, and they had a Kings of War, um, whatever the army's called, something Dust. I'm I'm familiar with it, but like they're like yeah, zombie mummies. So they look cool. Like I, yeah, if I was to pick a, a, a fleet, I'd be picking those guys for sure. Yeah, me too. Actually,
0: I think I think they're probably the coolest. <laughs> I mean, they're yeah. all so di- like those four are so different. I, I kind of like they aspects are. of all of them. Yeah, um, but there's another four coming out in 2021 as well. Another four factions. Wow! So there'll uh, be eight. There'll be eight by the end of that's 2021, insane. which is great. Yeah. I think that's really cool. Um, yeah. Too many games sort of come out with just the two factions and sit on that for six months while they play catch up. Yeah. Whereas this one sort of launching with two, and then two months later another two, and then yeah. Anyways, and they're all yeah they're all going to be factions from the Kings of War universe. Um. So. Yeah, I'll let you know a little bit, I mean, how it plays to kind of give you an idea, although the rules aren't out yet. Um, yeah. There's a few things in here that can give you an idea. So, Sweet. this is interesting and goes back to what we were talking about before. If you're familiar with the rules and play style of Black Seas by Warlord Games that Shane mentioned before, it plays very similar to that because they basically took the rules of Black Seas and gave it a fantasy makeover and <laughs> streamlined it a bit. Okay. Now, they actually have openly said this. They said, we, we got the rules from our good friends at Warlord Games of Black Seas and we, we, we made it Kings of Wari.
1: Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. If it works, like, you know, if it ain't yeah. broke, don't fix it. Like, why, you know, why yeah, not?
0: exactly. And they basically said, like, they think Black Seas is the best uh, rules for sea warfare yep. that they could get their hands on without <laughs> having to write their own, I guess. So yeah. all they did is yeah. they streamlined it to take out. Um, see, apparently Blacks, uh, Black Sea sort of sits in between. It's not it's not fantasy enough that people have creative freedom, but it's not historical enough that it's a pure simulation. Yeah. So, but it kind of leans more towards being as realistic and historically accurate as it can. It just doesn't yep. quite nail it. So they kind of took out all the extra rules, like uh, in. In Black Seas, you can aim your cannons high or low and hit specific parts of the ships. Um, Wind can come in from eight different directions. They took out a a lot of that stuff. If they felt like it was key to the game, they just reworded it and simplified it a little bit. Um, But yeah, they kind of just took out all the the things they felt were convoluted and streamlined it. So, I think that's good. I mean, I've never played Black Seas. I've got no idea about the rule set. So, uh, it'll be interesting to see what that looks like. Um, Yeah Now this process Of streamlining The Black Seas rules Was done by the guy Who wrote the rules For Vanguard Which is Mantic's Skirmish version Of Kings of War And just happens to be This isn't planned But that's our monthly (laughs) Giveaway for this month Is the Vanguard rulebook book. Yeah So The guy that wrote That rulebook Also wrote the rules For this game So
1: that's cool Nice
0: So It's less of a Historically accurate simulation style game and i would say more of an arcadey fantasy game now from a guy who has played it not me someone i was watching on youtube he says on a scale of complexity it's got more depth than say war cry and underworld and those kind of quick pickup games but it's not so complicated as like 40k so it lands somewhere sort of in the middle of them
1: yeah so like a happy sort of medium in there I think so. Yeah. yeah,
0: but I mean, he seems pretty hyped. He might be a little bit biased. We just won't know <laughs> until yeah. we get our grubby little paws on him.
1: So, it's so hard to get an un- unbiased v- uh, view on anything, though. Like, yeah, exactly. For you know, someone to get so hyped about something, like immediately the bias kicks in. And yeah, yeah so, It's yeah. been
0: it's been very hard for me to stay. Uh, I'm trying to deliberately be unbiased about this game because I've been you and I have talked about pirate games for ugh. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows how long? <laughs> A long time. The extent yeah. of our lives. And this is, <laughs> And this is kind of the closest one that gives it... It has that real Pirates of the Caribbean theme where yeah. it's got like, um, you know, magic and all that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, I'm pretty excited about that. But anyways, the, yeah. the ships have like different sizes, um, which I hate the names of, but they're tiny, <laughs> small, medium, large and extra large.
1: So they went with the, probably the most original names they could come up with.
0: I don't know if I'm uh, picking the size of my ship or ordering a coke from McDonald's. To be honest, <laughs> yeah, I've gone to the yeah, cinema and a I'm pizza. My, yeah, yeah, exactly. Actually, it's it's more akin <laughs> to a pizza shop. Um, I would have thought <laughs> so they get could a family have done. Ship, please. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a New Yorker, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just one slice of ship, please. <laughs> yeah. Uh, look, I'm disappointed, but whatever. You know, it's, it's really just splitting hairs
1: there. I, I if, just, if, if that makes you not want to buy the game, dude, then you yeah. probably should check Pro- yourself. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, probably don't love it too much if that's the deal breaker for me. Yeah. Now, um, so look, I, again, I don't know much about Black Sea rules, but there are things in this like terrain, which would be things like wrecked ships, sandbanks, islands, that kind of stuff, because obviously it's a giant ocean map. So, there's not a ton you can do with terrain. There'll be, like, little tokens and stuff that come in the starter set that you can just pop out and put down on the thing. Yeah. There is boarding and crew fights, which is very cool. Like, if your ship gets within three inches, you can try and perform a boarding action.
1: Nice.
0: And that's a must-have, I I think, in all pirate games. I'm calling pirate games. But, I mean, I don't know if there's any pirates, but whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, there's also capturing and potentially controlling sea monsters. Like, the Kraken and Megalodon and a giant narwhal for some reason. <laughs> the sca- the unicorn of the ocean.
1: It's, cla- it's a classic, uh, you know, like, pirate sort of thing, like the narwhal.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know? I saw it and I was like, a narwhal? And then I'm like, I don't know, actually, maybe, maybe I have seen this before. Yeah. It's, it's like a whale with a horn, I guess. I mean, you make anything giant and it's scary in the ocean, so. True. Um, yeah, it's got things like wind... Uh, impacting initiative and there's also the option to play with advanced rules so i imagine a lot of the stuff they take out of the black seas because it's too complicated if they still feel like it adds depth to the game they'll throw it in the advanced rules instead yeah so that's cool so i've flipped and flopped on this game many times when foggy highway one of our discord users a big mantic fan mentioned it in our discord i was hyped I was full charred, ready to go. I had pulled out my credit <laughs> card before I even got to the website. Yeah. Um, but I didn't purchase it. I was hesitant. And a part of me still is because huh. if the rules aren't exciting and dynamic, I've got so many games, it's just going to sit on the shelf. And yeah. unlike other games, this is I'm trying to fill a void that's always been there. And that's the pirate naval warfare, you know, void. Yeah. So, there's already an expectation in my head of what this game should or could be. And, you know, if it doesn't get close to that, I- I'm going to be disappointed, I guess. Mm, it's, I think yeah. it's also going to be hard for them to balance magic, legendary heroes, um, fantasy, but also make cannons and sails and crew feel impactful. Um Another thing that had me hesitant is that Mantic isn't huge here in our local scene. Mantic, like, Kings of War and Vanguard. So, mm-hmm. will this just follow suit and just be, like, a little niche thing? I'm unsure. But is it,
1: is it the one thing that actually brings it, you know, Kings of War yeah. and that to, like, the popularity, you know? So... Yeah. Like, I don't play one.
0: either of those other two and mm-hmm. I'm keen on this. So, how many other people, like me, are yeah. out there thinking the same thing? Yeah. So contrast to that i'll tell you why i'm excited about it because it really feels like the perfect game to whip out in an arvo for something a bit different to like all the other war games i'm currently playing yeah you know all of them have boots on the ground you know you measure your dudes you roll your dice you shoot things this feels like hey this feels like let me let me give you an analogy shane (laughs) okay what is your favorite chocolate bar? What's your oh, go-to chocolate
1: bar? Oh man! You go to a shop. What's your favorite? Oh, that's that's tough. Look, I I don't eat chocolate bars very often. Um, Which- think if I had to like pick one, I'd probably pick a cherry, right? Hey, nice dude. Nice.
0: Well, yeah. okay. You don't eat chocolate bars, so it's a bad example. What about energy drinks? <laughs> What's your favorite energy drink? <laughs>
1: Oh, you know that's a purple, purple rock star, man. Purple danky. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly, so, dude. So, 40K is your purple danky, but what yeah. is your... Do you ever have an energy drink that maybe if the purple danky isn't there or you've had a purple danky already twice today and you, you want something a little bit different? What's
1: like your... Oh, you mean when my heart change isn't up. palpitating enough in my chest? Correct. Yeah. What's your yeah. change up energy drink? Oh. oh, That's a fucking Red Bull, dude. <laughs> yeah. So, this
0: could be, I think, the Red Bull in the collection. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, 40K is your cherry ripe. This might be your, like, your Twix, you know? <laughs> you've played, okay. You've played 40K a bunch this week uh, or just, you know, boots on the ground, typical war games, a heap. You want something a little bit different and, you know, yep. sometimes you have a Red Bull and you go, you know what? This is actually really good and you get on a bit of a roll and you have Red Bulls all that week. I feel like <laughs> this is that game, you know? Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. it's... And what i really like about it is that it's a it's skirmish size in models uh so that means you know the outlay for hobby time money all that kind of stuff is much smaller than a full-scale war game yeah but your actual play time with it is still just as much if you want it to be so it feels like you can paint these things up get them ready have them sit there and then You know, every other weekend you play a game or you have a big campaign, like you said, a big weekend of it. Or a massive, you play on four, six by four tables, put them all together, get like 80 mates, and have a huge battle with a few custom rules. So, it just feels like a good game in the collection. The outlay for it isn't too much. And I also like... That the thematics of the game give you a lot of creative freedom because it's fantasy as opposed to historically accurate so if you paint something
1: on a flag people aren't going to go well, that's not the right colors that's the uh, right yeah, era yeah, yeah. you know yeah they didn't use those colors until 10 years later yeah you exactly know, 19, 1728 that ship yeah.
0: actually never ran those colors
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah that's a trouble with them yeah that's the trouble with historical games is because that it's like World War Two, you know. The Germans had different uniforms at the start of the war than they did at the end of the war. So, like, if you're playing yeah. a late war with early, yeah. Anyway, that's a, yeah. That's a beers and banner rant right there. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's a beers and ranter for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm just gonna just gonna interrupt one second. Um, yeah. It is blowing a gale and pissing down rain right now. So apologies to you guys listening if you're hearing some bad and en- noise on my end.
0: I can't hear yeah. it now But I, I I hope on the recording It's just something hectic like <laughs> <laughs> so the,
1: the roof's been torn off The fucking house You're like a
0: reporter Holding your yellow hat down <laughs> Absolutely blowing a gale Dodging debris Yeah,
1: here, here I am in the the eye of Hurricane Katrina. (laughs) Yeah,
0: awful windy. Wouldn't have thought. (laughs) Don't forget to wear a sweater, (laughs) and don't forget to uh, subscribe to us on Patreon. We're going to use the funds for Shane's funeral. Okay, so speaking of funds, uh, look, there's heaps to talk about this game. Uh, uh, There's heaps to talk about about this game. Um, Yeah. You know, I've seen pictures of the... So, all the ship stats come on cards. Um, it All the cards come in your booster box. The booster box isn't like a random one. You know what you're getting. Um, so, I like that because you can lay all the cards out in front of you, uh, reminiscent of Star Wars Legion, as yeah. opposed to having a codex that you have to flip through. It's all just there in front of you. It's got um, some really good reference sheets. One sheet, two-sided, and apparently, you can basically pick up and play the game off that reference sheet alone. So, they've done oh, a really nice. good job with that. Um, there's some basic rules for fleet building just to stop you from like doing gimmicks, but it keeps the lists pretty flexible and list building straightforward. So, yeah. but anyways, yeah, like I said, there's heaps to talk about it. Um, I just wanted to give you you guys a little taste because I'm sure we'll probably update you on more news as it's pretty cutting edge in the sense that I think it was only announced two weeks ago. Um, It's available for pre-order right now and isn't released until November 21st. Um, So, if you are a little bit interested, jump on the Mantic Games website, check it out um, or their Facebook page or wherever the kids go to get their news these days. I will let you know A few prices and stuff Just in case you are interested To let you know What you'll be Dipping your toes in There's a two player Starter set As As most games come with Uh, It'll come with Four baselines And four orc ships It'll come with Rule book Those references All the ship cards MDF tokens Which is nice Dice And a 3x4 gaming Sheet It's just a piece of paper 3x4 Paper yeah. yeah Yeah And that's 150 Australian dollars um, not bad Not too bad Like uh, you could buy yeah. Two of them um, If you had a mate That wanted orcs And you want baselines Or vice versa And you get eight ships Which is Harveys. perfect Yeah
1: Or go well, harvies go harvies in yeah. one Yeah 75 bucks See just not a bad way You know To step into a fully Like Full game Ready to go
0: Yeah The two player starter set Seems okay Because it gives you a Three by four And as we mentioned That's smaller than The smallest size They say you'll play on Which is a four by four um, yep. But they also only give you four ships, so I guess it's like for a little intro game, and then as yeah. you get better, you'll not better. As you get more <laughs> ships, you'll play on larger sized match. You could probably throw two of those together, and what is that? Six oh, before. four. Yeah, yeah, six, yeah, six by four. There Yeah. You know. Um. Yeah, so that's actually a good idea if you want to do that. And anyways, the yeah, the starter fleets for all four factions will be $60 Australian. You get three ships yeah. in it, so, it's like 20 bucks a ship. Not bad. It's not bad. Uh, the ships, I should mention, are all resin and that was a big turnoff for me at the start. I was like, eh, resin, you know, I just think of... There's a few poorly made resin models that come to mind and I'm just like,
1: eh, really?
0: Resin? But I saw them, dude. They're, they're freaking immaculate.
1: Yeah, you you when you hear resin, you can't you can't immediately think Games Workshop resin, unless this model is coming from Games Workshop. Yeah, true. Um, it's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, other companies use. There are some which use ordinary resin, but most of them use pretty good resin. These look absolutely insane, dude. The
0: the quality yeah. of these. Oh, there's a um, I forget what he's. I'll find the YouTube before we finish today. Um, of a good. Resource of a guy that's got actually got his hands on him early, and he shows you close up what they look like, so you can get a feel for it. They look incredible, dude. Yeah, it, nice. it, it's only two pieces. The mast goes into the the mast, and sails go into the, the deck. So that's, hey, gonna, that's easy, man. Yeah, easy to paint as well in sub assembly. Yeah. So yeah, so uh, there's booster fleets as well, which come with four more ships for each faction. They're also sixty dollars. So I can't remember what they say? Six to nine ships. Yeah. So really you would be buying the starter set, which comes with four ships, and then maybe a booster fleet with another four ships. So really looking about two ten, I guess, to start playing a full size game. Yeah,
1: yeah, but you don't you don't need that. Like you get away with going harveys with your mate in the starter box.
0: Yeah, for sure. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's all.
1: I mean, I'll get the starter box.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, I don't know what I'll get yet. There's a there's a big set on there that I had in my cart for a while, and it's just got like everything. <laughs> absolutely everything, yeah. more than what you would need for two people, and I was like, yeah. that'd be cool, but yeah. We'll see, we'll see. So, and That's then it. the you can you can get the rule book and the counters on their own for again, 60 bucks. So, if you want to know how much things are, it's probably $60. Yeah. Um, yeah. and the dice are 17 bucks on their own. So, you can you can buy stuff on their own. The two-player starter set is real good. But if you don't like either of the factions in there, you can just get the rule book And then in January, when the other two factions come out, just buy their booster and starter fleet and away you go.
1: Yeah, that's it, man.
0: But yeah, so that's... Sweet. Kings of War, Armada. Pretty hyped. Sounds good. Um, I encourage you to go check it out once... Oh, again, while Shane's talking, I'll ignore what he's saying and I'll quickly go on. And- <laughs> it's called Blackjack Legacy, actually. So, check out Blackjack Legacy on YouTube. Yeah. Um, Now you
1: know what it is, you can listen. Yeah, I'll listen to what you said. Exactly. (laughs) Um,
0: He breaks down all the ships, I think, or at least he will. He's done dwarves and baselines so far. And yeah, again, they look incredible. I think you'll see the ships and that'll get a lot of people over the line. Anyways, that's my game. That's Kings of War, Amada, coming to
1: you November 21st. Sweet. All right. Well, my game is uh, is one of those realistic historical miniature war games. Um, Victory at Sea, Battle for the Pacific. So, I I yeah saw this at my at our local. Well, my local um, Gaffereby. They had a they had a little copy there. I had a quick sneak peek at, um, which I was just blown away with straight away because I I have always been a big history like I've always loved watching like the History Channel and Foxdale when I was a kid and yeah sit there for hours just watching that shit man. Like the amount of like oh World War Two Docos and that like You're an old crazy. soul as
0: uh alluded to by your infatuation with the radio <laughs> AM radio
1: <laughs> Hey dude it's just it's good for you. Get into it. <laughs> uh, the starter set it contains fifteen resin models. So it's Warlord resin. They made that exactly clear on their website. Um, these ships are at one one eighteen hundredth scale. So Jesus. Those yeah, are they dots, are. Dude. Oh well, you know, if you had it in front of you, they're probably probably just small, like the length of a pen. Like they're you know, they're, they're still good sized ships to have on the table, but it just makes you think these ships were huge, like, yeah, realistically, these ships were fucking huge. Yep. Um, so set in World War II, obviously, but for the Pacific, uh, this the set contains dice, rules, tokens, cards, uh, a two double sided paper mats, so they're an A0 size, which is 850 mil by 1200 mil. So that's probably that's that's three by four. Yeah, same size as as yours. Yep, yeah, but it comes with two of them. It does come with two of them? Yeah. That's so twice the one value. side. It's funny because one side the water's darker than the other, which is like the Atlantic and the Pacific Ocean. Which I don't know why they had to make that a thing, but it's a thing. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, good on them. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you get nine ships in the box belong to the U.S. Navy. So you get three battleships and six destroyers, and all the battleships are named too. Like there's like the um, USS Minnesota, USS, uh, Indianapolis and another one, which I can't remember off the top of my head. And then some Fletcher class destroyers. Um, and not, and you get, uh, six ships belonging to the, ja- the Imperial Japanese Navy, three battleships and three destroyers. Um, oh, that's and awesome. again, ships. Yeah. And it's kind of cool because on the cards that you get, like you get a, a card for your, for your ship, kind of like yours, um, you lay it out in front of you. You track your wounds on that, but you have loadouts. So throughout the years, the ships were loaded out with different equipment, different weapons. Um, if you were to play an earlier loadout, you may like get a refund of the points cost of the ship. Or if you play with a later year loadout, you get like a, a co- extra cost you have to pay. Interesting. So it's kind of a cool way to like customize your list, but also balance it with the point costs. Yeah. Yeah, that's very clever. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, yeah, um, and yeah. So I tried. I tried looking at the comparison between like Black Seas and Cruel Seas and this one by Warlord Games, but it was just so much. Like so many videos I'm watching, um, Black Seas is is using tall ships from like you know the that pirate era. They're one to seven hundred scale and Cruel Seas uses smaller ships so not no no battleships more like patrol boats and destroyers and they're at one three hundred scale so um it just it just blows me away like that these ships in Victory at Sea are 1 to 1800 like yeah it just yeah yeah that's kind of, <laughs> yeah. that's kind of crazy because yeah i saw one of our
0: discord users mj post her what was it cruel seas is that what you said it yeah, was called yeah yeah it was and yep. that was one three hundred and that ship looked quite small. And then mm-hmm. you're telling me these are one eighteen hundred. Yeah. One eight eighteen hundred? I don't know how to even yeah. say it. <laughs> so <Yeah>. even smaller <laughs> it's again. Just too big. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man. Yeah. That's cool. But, though. Um, yeah, so the game is broken into four phases. So it uses a, a pretty cool initiative phase. Um and before that, it also uses a scouting phase. So, like, you, you roll off for the scouting phase and the winner gets advantages to their initiative roll. Um, so, to obviously, who goes first and who rea- who reacts first and stuff like that. Um, when you win initiative, it forces the other player um, to move their ships first, but they can't fire. So, it allows you to shoot first. Ah. Um, so, it's sort of because they have to move first, it allows you to sort of react to them. Um most games, you know, you want to go first, but yep. like in this kind of instance, you want to sort of go second so you can react to how they, you know, how they move their ships because it all comes into like firing arcs and ranges and stuff like that. Um, you've got um, alternating activations between individ- each ships, uh, minimum and maximum moves. You can only pivot your ship up to 45 degrees each each activation, so... Um, I love the, the minimum move kind of thing because it, it just brings that realism, again, into it. Like a battleship, you can't just stop on a dime. Like, yeah. you know, those things take a long time to stop. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, or sort of really this cool different modifiers, like, um, and for, for your range, so obviously long range, uh, you suffer a penalty to your hit. Um, and also what you're shooting at. Like if, if a ship moves more than six inches, which is generally like... The quicker ships um yep. it's a minus one to hit to to sort of replicate that speed that they have over you yeah cool um yeah yeah you pick which guns on the ships that you can shoot with um and when you roll so you roll if you hit you roll to see where you hit um things can be disabled like other weapons engines um the video i actually watched the guy rolled Uh, critical and he's caused a secondary explosion which just obliterated one of his ships in one go like i just i kind of imagined like you know the they would hit the um the armory or the fuel tanks or something in this boat and it just caused the whole thing to just become a fireball um that's awesome yeah
0: (laughs) that'd be that would feel so satisfying to um inflict on someone but so devastating to have inflicted on you (laughs) this big battleship just (laughs) get crit uh
1: Fuel tanks blow up. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and like they've got rules coming. Like again, it's it's. I don't even know if it's been fully released yet, but um, it's got like other rules coming for like airplanes. So the US have um, aircraft carriers. Um, There's also so there's in this box you've got the US Navy and the Imperial Japanese Navy because of the Pacific, but there's other ones coming for like the um, the Royal British. Navy and the Kriegsmarine, which is the German Navy, yeah. And it's they play the historical thing a lot with that. Like the the, obviously the Royal Navy have a massive, massive fleet because for so long throughout history they ruled the seas, right? Like, and that's how combat was. It was like whoever ruled the seas ruled ruled the world almost. You know? Yeah, because there was no Um, internet back then. No, (laughs) means didn't rule the world, dude. Yeah. (laughs) 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 <laughs> um, even AM AM radio wasn't a thing. Oh um, Jesus! <laughs> <nah>. <laughs> uh So um, and the the Germans they weren't allowed a really big navy. So th- um, after World War One, so by the time World War Two rolled around, only twenty years later, they hadn't they hadn't built up a whole lot of ships. So the ships they do have are powerful ships, but they haven't got a, a massive fleet like the um, the British do. So there's a lot of cool things there. Um, yeah. Yeah, I just can't wait to get the Bismarck, dude, and paint that up. The Bismarck, what is that? That's a... It's a German battleship.
0: Well, um, I have some information on the game that just came to me from The Wire. Uh, oh. It was uh, officially released on the 1st of September, so 29 days ago, and God damn. Mighty Ape has them in stock right now.
1: God damn. Okay. And your Bismarck I had a is feeling it was $34. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think the starter box is about one hundred and twenty-five bucks off the top of my head. Yeah,
0: I mean it's one oh nine on Mighty 8, which means they're probably one hundred and twenty-five oh. normally. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that seems Mighty like really good value. Insane discount. Yeah, yeah, and the ships are really cool. Like they're, again, they're resin and they come in. Like the the main ship comes as itself, and then the individual guns come separately. So you just clip them off like a little resin sprue thing, um, and and glue them on. Um, but yeah, like they all look it it looks as good as like um resin sort of is. Um a lot of clean up well not a lot of cleanup but a, a bit of clean up. Yeah. Um but they're just sweet looking little models, man. Like Yeah. I just yeah. want to get something to paint. And like you said,
0: you're a uh you're a history buff. This is right up your alleys. It's naval warfare, yeah.
1: historically. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna get right around this. I might wait um once lockdown's over for us here in uh, the metro zone, oh, yeah. um, <laughs> Guff are going to do like a, a sort of a, a demo kind of thing. They're going to have a table set up with this game on there. Um, so yeah. I'm really keen to, to get so in So what did there, you say? They, ha- they have a box already. Is that what you said? Yeah, I saw it there a few weeks ago now, um, and they had a box there, and he they were sort of waiting like because there was no point putting it up because it's kind of one of those things like i don't know how how people would go just buying it blindly off off their website like it's Mm. kind of one of those things that you'd sort of want to like come in store and have a look at the models and maybe play around or something like that um before you just go out and buy it because it's kind of it's kind of the same as armada and and the kings of war in our area it just hasn't got that that big following and that big name to it where anything that's it's warhammer would just sell it could yeah. be a wholly new system and it would just sell yeah yeah for time. sure yeah
0: yeah i yeah. see um so you so you can buy the uh what do you call it like the fleets in their own boxes if you just want to go i just want a whole fleet they actually have them all yeah. in boxes that's cool yep um and they have aircraft they're at 90 in the
1: bucks are they uh, oh they do have aircraft
0: yeah they do and they look they look interesting because like they're they're on a, a flying V, of a of a yeah. stand, and then yeah, yep. there's like four little planes in a formation on it. Yeah,
1: them. it's because, I suppose it's because t- to the scale too, you couldn't have individual ones. Otherwise, it'd be like moving like little match heads around. Yeah, exactly. You know, they'd be that yeah. tiny. That's cool yeah. though. I like that.
0: That adds an extra dimension, which is very cool.
1: Yeah, yeah. I can, I can almost see the um, the Japanese having the ability to uh, kamikaze <laughs> into a battleship. Oh, for sure, dude. They have to, man. They have, they have to, to if they don't. <laughs> we'll sell the
0: game back and ask for a refund. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, so the planes f- don't commit suicide. Seppoku? What is it called?
0: The fleets are about $175. Oh,
1: wow. Oh, yeah. That's like. That's a whole set. Like that's everything you need, though, in those fleet boxes. Yeah. Yeah, it's and like eight ships, ships.
0: four, for flight things. So like sixteen yeah, planes. Yeah, it'd, uh, it'd, yeah. It it. Imagine I. I imagine it that that's your full scale game. Like you buy that, and then you're you're playing a full size game. Yeah. Which yeah. I mean, you know, so I, I've seen people complain a little bit about Warlord Games pricing, and I'm like, yeah. like. like maybe in the realm of warlord games 175 for a whole fleet is a lot of money but i'm just thinking like we were just talking about armada which i'm super keen for that's 150 dollars just for the starter set yeah if you wanted a full size thing you you have to spend the same amount of money and you get yeah yeah anyways
1: and like also what do they compare it to because yeah if any game if you pay 175 dollars for a full army that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Try doing that in Legion or Sigma or 40K. That ain't going to happen. <laughs> yeah. I think the cheapest army yeah.
0: you can get uh, in 40K right now is about $700. Competitive army. Yeah. yeah and that's considered yeah. a steal. So, you know. Yeah. Apple store oranges though, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that's it. It's also tough, right? Because they maybe they look at the amount of plastic you get in a box like that and they go, well, it's that's just not worth 175 But True. maybe for them to keep making this game so that you can actually put it on the table and enjoy it. That's what it's going to cost them. That's what it costs their company to tie yeah. up printers and to create all the artwork for the boxes and employ people to That's write right. rules for it and all this kind of stuff, all these overheads. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe what's in the box, just like this house I'm living in right now is worth about $30,000 and I paid a quarter of a million for it, you know. <laughs> it's <laughs> supply and demand, dude. So...
1: Yeah. Anyway, but like pe- people try and do that like it, they try to say like yeah but the plastic's not worth that. No, it's not, but like the you know the years they spent developing the game. Like you got to pay for that. Yeah. And it's the same as like people go you know you call a plumber to fix you, you know a leaking tap and you go they you did that in 5 minutes, why am I paying you $100? It's like, well, you know, it took me it took me 15 years to learn how to do it in 5 minutes, you know, you got to you got to pay yeah. for that kind of thing. Like Yeah. For People sure. just, they see the immediate, like, they, ha- they they can't understand how to put the value to, to something, like, without thinking of the broader picture.
0: Yeah. And they might yeah. compare it to other companies that, w- yeah, anyways. Anyways. Yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's a beers and banter <laughs> chat if I've ever heard of one. <laughs> that is. <laughs> but it looks dope, dude. And because it's already yeah. got tons of stuff out. So, there's, like, already a Kriegsmarine fleet, Royal Navy fleet, IJN fleet, um... And then individual ships and the starter set, and it just came out a month ago. So yeah, that's exciting.
1: Yeah, yeah man. I uh, I'm looking forward to it.
0: So, what's your first purchase from this list?
1: The- i would probably just get the starter box. Ah, uh, yeah. To start with yeah. yeah, yeah. Paint that up, play some games with that, and then and then go for the Bismarck, dude. Got to get that Bismarck. Got to, man. Got to.
0: If that Bismarck is in one of the fleets, surely you just spend the extra $140 or whatever it is and get the fleet. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's in the um, the Kriegsmarine fleet though. Ah, uh, okay. That makes sense, I guess. That's probably why it's an yeah. individual thing. It's, it's, it might be like a hero character kind of thing, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah. They might... Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's that Man, that's cool.
1: That's dope. Yeah, yeah. So, that's what I'm, that's what I'm looking forward to that... Um, you know, I I like the idea of these kind of games. It's kind of the same as like aerial combat games. You know, like um, terrain is almost is almost not a thing. Like you could put small islands, you could put shipwrecks, you could do all that sort of stuff. Um, For sure. But um, you know, like yeah, because, it's I just something different about it.
0: You could play it on a blue tablecloth. You know.
1: That's it, man. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah. And, and you know, this is a game too where you could make a campaign out of it. You could have your naval battle and then you could move it on to a, a Flames of War or a Bolt Action or something like that game and continue the campaign. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, yeah. What scale is uh,
0: Axis and Allies? I've got, I've got that somewhere.
1: Do I? Yeah. I don't think it's really to a scale though. Isn't that kind of more like... Uh,
0: yeah, I mean... A I
1: risk kind of thing? Like, you move onto zones? I thought the the boats were... They had a scale written next to them.
0: Anyways, it's irrelevant. I was just yeah. thinking maybe you could team that up with, like, if you wanted to do a real basic campaign, you could use the map from that. And, like, um, instead of having ships on the actual board, you did your ship battles with this game.
1: Anyways, heaps of options. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: I'm just actually trying to remember what I did with my copy. I'm scratching my
1: head, but anyways, I'll, uh,
0: <laughs> we're doing beers and banter after we record this episode. So maybe I'll I'll have a little hunt around while I grab another beer.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, sounds good.
0: But yeah, that's naval war games. Two very very different naval war games, and both very new.
1: They are. Yeah. Yep. I um, man, I'm keen for both of these games.
0: Yeah, like, I think it's a good I'm idea. Definitely buying that we just get the starter sets each and then <laughs> teach
1: yeah. each other how to yeah, play you get, them. You get the Armada one. I'll get the um, <laughs> the the Victory at Sea one and then we'll, yeah. We'll make it. a weekend of it. <laughs> that's it, dude. <laughs> that sounds good. Yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah, it's going to be sweet.
0: So, that's us. Thanks for listening to Hobby Homies. Next yeah. week, um, Ooh, we do probably week. our favorite thing in the entire world and that's live episode is next week
1: oh yeah
0: oh yeah. so we do this on the first wednesday of every month which got awkward this month because today is the 30th <laughs> and it's also what the sixth wednesday of this month or the seventh or something <laughs> <Yeah>. silly
1: <laughs> something. there's been there's been too many dude what's too up many that? wednesdays yeah so More feel,
0: than four yeah this is our fifth yeah wednesday. <laughs> silly just silly yeah feels like 12 so it's been a while since our last live episode but yeah so we do have the live episodes first wednesday of every month at 7 p.m australian eastern standard time in our discord um a channel goes live i think it's called live at yep. about seven
1: o'clock yeah near about maybe five minutes beforehand
0: yeah and then yeah. you'll jump in there uh, shane and i will jump in there at seven o'clock start recording an episode like we do now although it's more interactive we sort of we play games with the people in the discord we do giveaways yeah we just i mean we give a lot of shit away um
1: yeah yeah and it's don't don't worry like it's not i mean you've probably listened to the episodes by now surely unless this is the first one you're listening to then welcome welcome thank you for lasting yeah um but uh yeah you you know you jump in there you can't don't worry not everyone's using their microphone it's only us two buffoons that you have to listen to (laughs) Um, and uh yeah you know the everyone chats through to us in the lobby and and we yeah, it's always it's always such a good time. Like everyone has fun. Yeah, it's
0: fun making our Discord users do crazy stuff for free yeah. stuff, and it's also fun asking them questions and seeing what they're doing at the time. um We've got quite an eclectic group of hobbyists, so it's yeah, it's just a good time. It's our favorite thing. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, dude. So speaking of giveaways, I mean. We already touched on it a little bit, but our monthly giveaway, we do two monthly giveaways every month. One is for everyone. Um, We post it on Facebook. We let you know what you got to do to enter. This month's one was the Vanguard rulebook, which is the Kings of War skirmish game by Mantic Games. Super relevant because the guy that wrote it, wrote the rules for Armada. So, love that. (laughs) We're giving that away. Um, We'll announce that the winner of that on the live episode. As well as our Patreon-only giveaway, which is an Indominus Captain yep. Primaris Captain sweet model, we'll be announcing the winner of that on our live episode, as well as giving away other stuff to people who are actually in the Discord during the live episode. That's it. Uh, now, as always, these episodes could not be done without our filthy, filthy Patreons. So you <laughs> Most guys of them are the clean dude. I don't know, man. <laughs> I haven't met a lot of them in person. I assume they're clean. Yeah. I assume they're clean. Uh so yeah, we just want to thank our patrons.
1: Yeah, so um huge shout out to these guys. We've got Final Dinosaur from Belgium. He uh he recently picked up a copy of Space Hulk twenty sixteen, so I immediately told him that he sent it to the wrong address. It should have gone to his shipping address, not his billing address. Uh, so I think he's working out sending that to me somehow. I told him I'll fix him up the difference of postage. Yeah, of course, um, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think he's also catching the next available flight from Melbourne, sorry, from Belgium to Melbourne. Uh, so him and Fox can bash out a game in the airport. Yeah, I'll be there. That's what I've heard. I'll be yeah, there waiting for yeah. <laughs> Um We've got our OG, OG um, Wargamer, Foggy Highway. He's acquired too much A Song of Ice and Fire game collection. Um, it, it dwarfs Fox's entire 40K collection, probably including... Uh, current and previous models as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's yeah. <laughs> a lot of plastic in that cabinet he's got there. Oh man. Oh man, I don't know how he gets it past his wife. Uh, I don't he, think he does. He's also been No. <laughs> he just, <think laughs> he just, he just sneaks cups it every time. <laughs> oh yeah, all that <laughs> <laughs> cups on the chin. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's been pumping out heaps of terrain too, which is in our terrain tournament. Um all scratch built using stand expanding foam and imagination. Yeah. Um, it's insane, dude. Yeah. yeah, it's so good. that's it churchy absolutely killing it on youtube and twitch uh check him out twitch.tv slash churchy underscore plays he's also been producing some royalty free music tracks which he is another one of his um absolute passions is is creating any kind of music you give that guy an instrument and he can fucking play it like i don't know man you can give him a didgeridoo or you can give him one of those big um upright guitars uh what do they call those bazookas cellos oh cellos or that <laughs> I don't know instruments, dude. I <laughs> might have given myself yeah. away there. <laughs> G- give him anything, and he'll like absolutely shred it. Yeah. Um, he even Dave, made our podcast sound good. So he did. He did. I don't know. Oh, I don't know what happened. COVID happened. So uh, don't worry. We'll be back. We'll be back. <laughs> Dave, the recruiter of scions and builder of lists, uh, he's been uh, turning his ninth edition forty K competitive hype up to eleven. Pumping out heaps of games, um, and his signs look sick. He smashed out a whole bunch of those. Oh man, um, he killed it! Yeah, yeah. And you you said he uses loaded dice? Is that right?
0: Absolutely. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, no, no doubt in my mind. At the at the start, I was like, oh man, yeah, he's just pretty lucky. But now I'm like, okay, yeah, absolutely, it's loaded. So
1: sixes every time. This can't be. This can't be a thing.
0: Uh, he makes it a little bit more believable. It's always fives and sixes. Um, <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> but yeah, no, True. absolutely loaded. <laughs> yeah uh rory he he printed out a massive massive spider-man uh spider-man superman right. sorry so boomer What <laughs> <laughs> where's superheroes. Superheroes. <laughs> his undies outside his pants that's um guy. yeah he painted him up with his airbrush and it looks phenomenal. man the skin on that model straight away i was jealous but i'm like I've painted more models than you and you're painting better than me. How is that a thing? <laughs> yeah. He and- is naturally talented at whatever he does. He's
0: uh, yeah, so creative. And like he hit me up for airbrush advice and then he sent me a picture of that and I'm like, what are you... Don't, don't do that. Don't patronize me asking me for advice and then pumping out of models better than anything I've ever done. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's like, hey, dude, look, I don't know how I did this, but what do you reckon? And you, it's just, it looks like... Mona Lisa, like it's just yeah. you know <laughs> hanging he's up like, in a museum. How do airbrush? And then he's like, "Do I do good it's masterpiece?" So yeah. it's a guy on Reddit. It's like I painted my first miniature. What do you think? And it's like a golden demon winning <laughs> fucking model,
0: all wet blended. And- yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, That's Rory. Rory. Yeah, uh, and,
1: and, <laughs> and we've got Caitlin. Um, she hasn't done much hobby lately been working but uh she finished her first unit of night haunt glaive wraith stalkers uh, i'm trying to convince her to build some more and a tomb banshee um but she won't oh she won't build yeah I don't know. Uh, my spirit animal doesn't want to build more <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. paint <laughs> true
0: very cool um we've also got arkham leper now, he's currently thinking about putting together a Mordheim crew. Now, I need to look more into Mordheim because people have, people have been chatting about it in the discords. Um, but I'm also trying to ignore it because I don't I don't want to... Yeah, it's another game. So, he's hunting yeah. down some Skaven and a Rat Ogre. So, I'm super... As a Skaven lover, um, I'm very excited to see what his little Mordheim crew ends up looking like. Also, hosted TCG podcast along with his bro, Jace. Not his actual bro. His homie. Um, so, check them <laughs> out on... I was gonna say Buzzfeed, <laughs> whatever we're on Podbean, Buzzfeed. Buzzfeed. <laughs> Buzzfeed. Check them out, on Buzzfeed, Podbean, TCG Podcast. We got Wack the Ewok. Uh, now Shane paints red, and Whack paints green. So he paints green well. He paints. Uh, he, he he's done what you've done, Shane. They picked a color, and you just paint everything in it. So he's got an army They've- of green chaos demons. Dude- and if a, it ain't
1: broke, don't fix it. That's tell you. True.
0: If, it ain't, if it ain't green, don't paint it. <laughs> that's it. And now he started Salamanders, the only green... Not the only green 40k chapter, but the green 40k chapter. Um, it's for his son. It's not for him. He's not a filthy Primaris player. He's chaos, but it's for his son. Um, and he recently oh, okay. painted up a librarian uh, that looks sweet. Wait, is that a librarian, oh, dude? I don't know Primaris like you do.
1: Yeah, it's a Prim... Primaris Librarian, yeah. The eyes on that model, man. The glow on the cheek, on the on the bridge of the nose. Dope. Straight away, I was like, come on, man. I come on. do this. <laughs> do this. They're overtaking us. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I think they
0: came into the Discord ahead of us. So yeah. um, We've yeah, also true. got Joe. I've been playing Among Us with him recently. And I swear, this is the only guy that will ab- abuse you even <laughs> after you correctly pick him as the imposter. Um <laughs> Which is just funny because, like, in this game, you try and pick the imposter and you shoot him out the air, yeah, the, into space. You basically kick him yeah. out of the ship. And if you yeah. correctly guess the imposter, you've done well and you win the game. But he's, like, little characters just, like, jettisoning through space. And he's, like, just throwing out profanity. He's, like, you're all so dumb. You're all so stupid. It's, like, Joe was the imposter. I'm, like, what do you mean, dude? We got it right. <laughs> he's just mad all the time. <laughs> uh, and lastly, no, sorry. Well, not lastly. Second, lastly, because no. we have a new newer Patreon, but lastly, second, lastly, is Lethal <laughs> <Come> on, <laughs> working man. on his Star Wars Legion what, are bunker.
1: You, are you on the Uncle Doug's or what, man? <laughs> yeah, absolutely, dude.
0: <laughs> and lastly, <laughs> so, Lethal's been working on his Star Wars Legion bunker, um, which I'm super pumped to see how that turns out, because I actually haven't seen a painted one. So, this will be interesting. Um, yeah. He recently also 3D printed and painted a Death Court of Krieg bust which looked freaking awesome. And he's also working on a general grievous for Star Wars Legion. So, the man's has been hobbying, suffice yeah. to say. Um,
1: yeah. And when he's not hobbying, he's 3D printing. He 3D yeah. printed me a bunch of Gasland stuff, which got stuck in Melbourne OzPost terminal uh, for like a week, which wasn't his fault at all. No, um, it's funny because we sent each other stuff on the same day. And he got... Like, stuff I sent him, so I'm like, oh, sweet, mine's coming today. <laughs> nah. No nah, nah, mistake, like an extra week <laughs> and a half. Oh, yeah, man. I don't know. I'm like, it's like coming into the state. Like, I understand <laughs> if it was slow going out of the state, right? Yeah, but true. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. But the stuff he sent me is awesome. Like, all these, like, little guns, um, even, like, some little scale, like, guys to put, you know, for, like, mounting on the guns and stuff. So, I'm going to make uh, a gas lance thing with yep. some of those bits. So, it's going to be sick.
0: He's our, he's our uh, yep. resident 3D printer. Um, yeah. And lastly, actually, lastly, is MJ, <laughs> our newest patron. Uh, now, although she said she will give Amada a miss, the game I just spoke about, she is working on some 1 to 300 scale ships for Cruel Seas, the game you've mentioned a couple times, yeah. Shane. Uh, yeah. So, I can't wait to see what you do with them, MJ. And please, please post more Star Wars Legion stuff because... Every time you talk about it and post about it, I get the models closer and closer to the paint table. So <laughs> please help me. And recently found out she's a fellow lover of gin urso. So that's awesome. We we have that in common. <laughs> yeah. We're we're not a we're a rare breed, but we have fine taste. So, anyways, that's us for yeah. this Sunday. Um, that's it. Tune in Thursday for our beers and banter, and then. Oh, wait. No, wait.
1: Dude, they're going to hear Beers and Bandit before they hear this.
0: No, no, I mean like (laughs) the next one, which is the live episode, actually. (laughs) So, yeah, when they're hearing this, the live episode is in three days.
1: Yes. Yes. What? Yeah. Yes. 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 (laughs) Wednesday Wednesday at 7 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. Jump in the Discord. We'll be in there talking this. Yeah, talking
0: this, but also not this. We'll, we'll talk yep. other stuff.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, new stuff. And <laughs> other stuff. Old stuff. All right, we'll see you then. That's it. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.